The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Yeah, listen to us debating the merits of the Newhart show. Uh, it's uh, Red Rider there, Lunatic Fringe. Brady wins. Uh, second try, and he's still not real sure what a montage is. We discovered that. <laughs> I'm reading in depth. Oh, now six one. ways to... Do the montage. <laughs> right. According you know, to the film. There used to be a guy on this show that did that kind they, of stuff that made you mad. A, a cool one, though. What? Um, you know, the reason for a montage is to speed up time. Right. And Pixar's up. Excellent montage. But is there a song that's attached or is it just a... That's a montage. We're talking about a song to a montage. Yeah, there's a song to that. Well, it's just music, though. Just think of Rocky 3 and 4. That's your montage. Right. That is yeah. the... Yeah. That's Basis the quintessential montage. montage. Yeah. Again, Brady, all you have to do is watch the Team America. Listen to the song, We Need a Montage, by Team America, and it explains what it is. We need to show a passage of time as you co- go from a beginner to a pro. That's it. It's a, it's a song that covers a passage of time because it's just basically lazy writing. You've run into a hole in the story. Or the other way around, right? Really good to a loser. Why would you do that? <laughs> That happens a lot. But why would they focus on that in the movie? It's a montage. It doesn't matter the happy ending all the time. Right. What are you, Schindler's List montaging now? Great montage. I I love how he thinks he's an expert now, too. Is it called the Chattanooga Choo Choo? (laughs) What do you say? It's the Chattanooga Choo Choo. (laughs) This montage is inappropriate. Spielberg cut that montage because we, yeah. need, we need to speed the movie up. Said no one ever about a three-hour movie. They kept everything. No, I don't think a lot of the directors focus on now we need to really – we need to speed up how fast this guy goes to Losersville. <laughs> they do it on comedies a lot. Which ones? Film, film montage. I understand. It's not a music, what... yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't seen a montage of a guy going from – like a montage. Like I've seen the, the – like – deconstruction of a character through the movie through the movie but i've never seen like a two-minute montage of how fast he went from something to nothing you're killing all i can't the name one right off the bat but- all right because they don't happen this guy marcus will you go over there and explain things to him no because i don't want an aneurysm <laughs> <laughs> it's a race to an aneurysm anyway you know we do a montage is that a gemstone we do a, a, an aneurysm? Yeah. well look it up those are, they sell them for two grand on those home shopping networks my grandma got a nice aneurysm necklace. Mm, very nice. Uh, all right, let's get right to it. We're all done here. It's uh, time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense systems. And that is a self-defense system that can do something uh, with your day-to-day living. Uh, if you've got Paul Gosar flying around your neighborhood and he's carrying that knife, you're going to want to know what to do with it. And I'll tell you right now, they'd have a plan for that. We've done machete training. We've done knife. We've done hammer. We've done blunt object. We've done gun we've done all sorts of stuff where the disarming of things 
is definitely something you can do without thinking about it. Again, I'll just give you a little taste. Knife. Did you do knife with me? Yes. We did a little knife stuff. Most people, and they they do a failure drill, like it'll come at you with a knife and see what you naturally do. And to most people, uh, their credit is to fight back. The bad thing is it's to fight the blade. That's the majority of people's reaction is to knock the blade, get the blade away, and, and you'll end up with grabs of blades, and that's never good. Ugh, it makes my hands hurt thinking about it. What they teach you is destroy the operator. It's the greatest phrase of all time. That knife does nothing without the guy behind it. So what you have to do is get that thing out of the way by getting him away. So you move his arm. You don't go for the blade. You don't go for him. And then you get if guy's close enough to stab, he's close enough to punch you. These are the types of things that adrenalize me because it's so much fun training it. Like, we have a blast doing that kind of stuff. And you can do it for the holidays. What better way to celebrate the holidays than to try to fight off marauders on a daily basis? I think that's awesome. I thought of one the other day because I thought, yeah. you know, if I had my spatula and knife in one hand yeah. cooking on my new griddle, you keep and someone in sneaks hand? up behind me, mm-hmm. I'm using some of those techniques you're talking about. If you have the spatula and knife. And that guy sneaks up behind me with... The other items? A spatula and knife? Yeah. I got to match him with his tiger. I would like a montage to get through this story faster. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) What are you talking about? This Brady report seems like a montage. There are times where you worry about a a sneak attack while you barbecue. If I'm on that griddle, (laughs) people are just going to be on. That's right, because a guy behind you might be like you, and he's like, I need that food now. He's hoarding. Uh, if you'd like, uh, the only thing we can't really do at Tactical Black is defend you from Brady's story. They're just going to happen. You have to live with them. But they're not life-threatening, at least... I don't think so. Perhaps. Uh, but if you want in on this thing for Christmas, they got the gift card. Uh, they can do gift certificates right now while they last. And again, the goods and services thing, if you're trying to order equipment, it might not get there. Services, they're available right now. So get on that thing. Get your gift certificate. And you get uh, one month for free if you get that gift certificate uh, for the holidays. That's pretty amazing. They give you a whole free month of training, which is outrageous. Uh, you'll see what you get once you go there. Check them out. Reactdefense.com. Gift certificates for the holidays. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady? Entertain me. Britney Spears' mother, Lynn, reportedly flew from Louisiana to L.A. to see her. Britney wouldn't let her in the house. I thought she was just mad at her dad. She hates her mom, too. Well, she's mad at her mom because her mom was the uh, one who came up with the original idea of the conservatorship. Well, somebody had to do something. She was 12. People forget it was the Disney. No, no, it was Disney. She I was like the a little kid. Conservatorship was like recently Later. when she got screwed yeah, up. I like think that's when they took years. control. Of I thought it was when she was younger. She's never had control over anything. No, I thought she no. did. I could be mistaken, but maybe it was when she married that Jason Alexander and shaved her head and did all that. Yeah, that's when, when I'm, when I'm she, thinking. That's they were going to commit yeah. her. Yeah. The other I thing is when she was a little kid, also asking for six hundred fifty thousand dollars. For Brittany to pay for in legal firm uh, fees. Yeah, that'll piss you off when mom comes at you with three quarters of a million dollars as a bill. If my mom drove from Mesa to my house, I'd be mad if the end result was her asking for almost a million bucks. I don't want anybody showing up with that. Uh, yeah, under at 2008, she was put under conservatorship, okay. yeah, from her breakdown. So it was after the... Yeah, it was after she was a child. Total yeah, child star, yeah. Because I, I thought this went all the way back to when her parents, like, you know, that Emancipation Act when they had to, parents couldn't control the kids' funds, and after they were 18, they had to agree to it. How old was she in 2008? Like 30? Mm, well, let's see. Or she maybe was 20, no, 25 she was or something. In her 20s. Well, because Hit Me Baby One More Time was like 1999. And I think she was 17. She's 39 now. She's born in 81. Okay, so that was 27 smoking jeff bezos and his uh new wife 
I think they're married. I don't know. The anyway, Fox they're family. at a charity event called Baby to Baby. Mm-hmm. It's a charity <laughs> Say it again. Baby to Baby. It's Baby to Baby. They're helping raise funds for that guy who sings and do a Lipa song. Who beat up his he's girlfriend? Levitating. He, he's levitating. They beat up his girlfriend this weekend, and they had to raise some money. You send him uh, diapers and clothing. Yeah, I'm one of the greatest. Ain't no debating on it. I'm still levitated. I'm heavily medicated. Ironic. I gave him love. They end up hating on me. I can so, go all day. So it uh, came around to donating money, and he stands up. I didn't stand up, but he goes, he's, "I'm donating five hundred thousand." And the crowd kind of uh, doesn't really boo, but they're not really. They're not pleased with his. Thank you for the donation, you billionaire. What charity? I know. Squawks at five hundred grand in one hit. Uh, oh, really? Out this. of this guy? Well, this is why we invited you, and that's all we get. Thanks, Dick. He makes one hundred forty-two thousand dollars a minute. By the way, they figured that out. I understand this feeling. When I was poor, uh, I did a uh, I, my, one of my very first jobs broadcasting. I was asked to do. Muhammad Ali's fight night auction. They asked me to MC it, not MC it, but be the in-house voice, like the PA guy. Right. Uh, and you got paid. Jimmy Lennon Jr. was the host. He's the guy who does all the Showtime boxing. This thing is a big deal. I'm sitting next to Hugh Downs. I got like loads of celebrities in the room. Like this is a big thing. Before fight night turned into what it is, this was the beginning. And they had this big auction. And some of the auction items were going for a crazy amount of money. Seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollars for Muhammad Ali's shorts from the Thrill in Manila, uh, his gloves from uh, the fight with Frazier in the, in the Garden, um, and these things are going crazy. Uh, ad space in the newspaper went for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and I'm like, "There's so much money in this goddamn room." I agreed to do this, thinking I was going to pay at least two months worth of stuff, five hundred bucks, and That's I was. Got? Furious because there was so like in the guy it was your dude who ended up killing yeah. himself. Uh, he asked me, "I'm like, how much are you paying?" He's five hundred. I'll pass. Yeah. No, he actually asked you and then found out you couldn't read. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't need this. But yeah, I went. I I, I did like I bought a suit because I had to look the part. <laughs> you, I had you, you like, lost money. Oh, I lost money. You're in the hole on this one completely. <laughs> and I was like, and I'm sitting there smoking a cigar, going. I know I didn't negotiate a price beforehand because I'm the dumbest man on the planet, but let's see what you give me. And he gave me $500. It's not like Foghorn Leghorn walking We in. complained about it. And you know what I got on top of it? Another 100 Mike threw another C note at me. Is this going to keep you quiet? And at the time, it did. But I, I thought for sure I was getting like a couple thousand. I was like, it was a, I put in work. I, I got the script beforehand. I went through it, fine tooth comb. And I learned something that day. Never prepare. Ever. It's a waste of time. <laughs> uh, according to this new book, Welcome to Dunder Mifflin, the ultimate oral history of the office, um, Jim almost cheated on Pam Uh-oh. in the office, but uh, Krasinski shot it down. They had the script, and he's like, I'm not doing it. I don't think that's, I don't think it's appropriate for the relationship to go down that path. With who? Because Pam was, uh, it was supposed to go down when she was pregnant. And he goes oh, on a geez. little trip, and um, who's the girl? He was going to hook up the one that was always flirting with him. Um, Toby Flenderson was played by Toby Flenderson. Flenderson. Toby was the HR man. <laughs> Toby. Oh, that's right. 
You know what? We need a, a montage, montage for Brady to learn how to read. <laughs> From a beginner to a pro. Yes. If we could get Joe Esposito to write a song. <laughs> the kid can't read, but he's trying real hard. It was Flenderson's idea. Oh, he Sorry. was a writer. Yeah. yeah. And he actually liked Pam. Toby loved Pam. Yeah. Yeah. And so he thought. And I, Pam? I, it, was, it was Kathy, the receptionist. Okay, yes. So um, Krasinski refused to, to do it. So they shot it down. This is a great idea. Listener just had. Let's get a game called Brady's three-minute expert game. Brady researches a topic he knows nothing about for three minutes. Time him with a watch. Then have him answer questions about the topic, and listeners will bet if he's right or he's wrong. I love this. This is tomorrow's idea. game, right? I this like is it. Brilliant. <laughs> you research like a mo- montage. Would have been a you think simple. That's three minutes no. longer than ninety percent of the people that are talking about topics. That's pretty good. Is that something you've researched? Yeah. Very impressive. <laughs> I'm going to vote wrong on that one. That's a great idea. Yeah, Bring Toby, it on. Toby like Pam. And then in the office towards the end there, when Jim and Pam are having trouble because he's in Philadelphia and she's still in Scranton, the cameraman comes out from behind the camera and starts flirting with Pam. And there's a, a subtle hint that they were going to have something happen. But they never did. Intrigue in the office. There's always intrigue. That's what makes an office interesting. Uh, that's it. Marcus Mang is part of Into the Pit on Sunday nights, 9 to midnight. And also, uh, one heck of an IT guy that did all that work getting my house sounding all right with Dave. Yeah, I, I heard you talk about it. Oh, Thank it was you. the best thing in the world, just being right the entire time and listening to you guys struggle. Oh, my God. How dude. are you right? You didn't even know what was going on. <laughs> I could hear you the whole time. You guys kept going, hmm, you know what? And then I'd get a text from you that would say, uh, geez, uh, hold on a second. We're trying to figure it out on our end. And I'm like, I'm taking pictures. I'm like, this seems right on this and this light's flashing. That. Yeah, that's that's a good light. That's your end of, hey, the light's flashing. I did it right. Here's what I know, Marcus. I did it right. No. Yeah, yeah, it's still Because you weren't even connected. (laughs) I was completely connected. I'll show the text that says, we're connected on your end. We can't figure it out over here. You did everything right. You actually said it. Really? Show it to me. I will. (laughs) I will read Marcus. When did I ever say you did everything right? It's a tough one for you to eat. Boy, IT guys sure hate this. Uh, you guys should have had a montage No, our biggest song. problem was trying to figure out how to get all the sound effects down to your end on the headphones. Yeah, it was a it was a struggle. We see it on this side. It's just not finalizing the connection. You've got everything in everything in the modem and five port to Comrex. You've done it right. Uh, uh, and I'm like, do you get anything now? No, I don't even see it popping. Uh, we're thinking, please stand by. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You did it right. It's written right there. Thanks, man. Mm. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a montage Brady yeah, that's the approach that's, yeah. that's right I, we went through the thing that's where right. I, I was a beginner to a pro and then I trained Marcus and Dave on how to make it work it's perfect because you're the best around sweet I go on vacation for two weeks in December you're getting all my emails and phone calls I'm not doing your job for you I just could Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Go right ahead. Well, guess who's getting the I least amount of help in this building said, now? I just said, well, I know. Anybody who needs IT help, like now. <laughs> okay. Ah. Because you don't call me. You have to, you and Dave have to powwow. Oh, I'm sending you all my emails. It's, have you seen the South Park where they go to the geniuses? And it's, do they just look into, and they create magic orbs and answers come out of them because nobody really knows anything about what's happening when there's no connection? It's pretty great. Okay, let me consult with the geniuses. <laughs> And they just get into a, a pod. That's what you should get. 
Uh, we're all done. That's it. Uh, you guys have yourselves a fantastic Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Brett's going out tomorrow. Yeah. You guys can visit. Where, which one are you going to? Uh, I believe Thomas in the 101. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Lack tomorrow morning. Yep. He's giving coffee to people tomorrow morning. We're going to send Brett out to. All for a good cause. And you guys free stuff for a good cause. We'll tell you about that tomorrow. Until then, Larry's next. You have a great one. We'll see you tomorrow in the morning sickness. Oh, hold on. You guys partake? I'll partake. Hit me. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.